Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to The Conversation, a LYF podcast series where we provide our insights, thoughts, and experiences on self-love exploration. My name is JR, technology coordinator and board member of the Love Yourself Foundation. And <laughs> my name is Ayla, the <laughs> <Cousin laughs> development coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. JR, I'm in a great mood today. Can you tell? No kidding. Hello. <laughs> A Y L A in the house, everybody. I've been bad and recently I've been phenomenal. And so I think that stepping into this season finale today, I'm in a really good mood and I'm excited to talk about it. Same, same over here as well. It's great to see you. It's great to do this last episode of the season. I think that we've explored quite a bit about self-love and loving yourself that we're going to end it with a banger of an episode, all right? I know yeah. I've said this probably six or seven times in the past six or seven episodes, but this Every one's going to be a good one. <laughs> yes, and to round out the season, we're going to reflect on the things that we've talked about all season, specifically transitioning to a new period in your life and referencing back to the hierarchy of needs, the theme throughout the season and seeing mm -hmm. how we connect with that now which is really interesting. Yeah, I think that this whole entire season has been a lot of trying to figure out ourselves, especially with pretty big things that have happened to us in the past couple episodes, to see where we are now from where we were in the beginning and even in the middle of, of the season has really transformed a lot of stuff for us. And uh, it's going to be interesting to get a little bit deeper into that to sum everything up. So as a general structure for this episode, I think that I want to start off with talking about some new points related to the hierarchy of needs. And maybe we can reflect back and put ourselves in our place of where we were in January and see how we've changed. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Let's get started. Woo. So as a reminder for those of you that may have forgotten, or maybe this is your first episode with us, if so, welcome. 
will still make it understandable for you. But we've been talking about transitioning into a new period of life and what that looks like, how this year really has felt like change for everyone. I don't know about you, JR, but everyone I know, big changes happening, moving either out of state or different places, breakups and changing jobs. And everyone just seems to be going through it. Yes, 100%. And I know that we've discussed it multiple times for ourselves, but we've also gone through those changes also, particularly me going back to work from talking about how much fun it's been doing my own thing has probably been the biggest thing for me this year so far uh, of that new period of life. It's something that I did not expect, something that I did not plan, something that I did not want. Everything that happens in life that are unpredictable, you can learn how to make it work and Mm -hmm. try to figure out what's going to be best for you. And it doesn't just have to be you going to a new job. It could be a a relationship that may work, may not work with friends, a partner, whatever it may be. There are just so many moving parts when it comes to life that are just unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. So it really just comes down to you accepting those things, right? In a a certain way, but also learning how to deal with those situations too. Definitely. And what we've been talking about all along is identifying the things that you do want to change. I feel like a lot of times this year, at least, it's felt like change has been forced upon us to say very lightly. However, at the same time, we've done a lot of reflection so far this year. And this season has been all about taking that time to evaluate where you are, where you want to be and how to get there, which I think that for me has really been eye opening and finding myself in how I'm growing each each day. Yeah, which is super important because as we talk about Every single time we we do a show, it's all revolved around self-love and you learning to love yourself. And these unfortunate situations that happen end up helping us understand more of what it is that we want for ourselves. And maybe the darkness ends up showing some light. That just came right off the top of my dome. I have no idea if that made (laughs) any sense. I, I think the bad does show the good sometimes. Maybe you don't see it right away, but as time moves on a little bit, you start to see the benefits of certain things. I I think that's just the name of the game, really. Definitely. And as we know, change can be hard, but also change isn't necessarily a bad thing. We just sometimes take it that way because sometimes comfort makes things easy in our lives and it's predictable. But I really wanted to dive in to the hierarchy of needs and kind of circle back with where we were at the beginning and what I've really found now after the past five months and really doing that self-love exploration, both on the podcast and outside of it. As a reminder, the hierarchy of needs is a framework for understanding how to become your best self and really what you need to become your best self. Me saying that it's not the answers, unfortunately. It's not something that like, step one, do this. (laughs) I wish it was that way. But basically it means that there are things that you need before you can even work on yourself. And the first two layers of that are basically safety and survival. So you need to not worry about shelter. You need to not worry about food and your safety, your well-being, because if you're constantly worried about that, and obviously that's prevalent every day, making sure that you can pay for all your bills, pay for food and just the things that you need that you can't work on really growing and develop and adding hobbies and relationships. You can't add much in there when you're focused on that pure survival aspect. Mm -hmm. So that's the first layer. 
Following that is love and belonging. So after we are settled in, we have shelter in the most barbaric of terms and we have food. The next thing is feeling connected to the people around us because it's hard to grow as a person when you don't really have a support system and you don't feel valued, you don't feel loved. And I'll circle back to that one because I have some information. But once you have that support system, you feel connected to others and you've really developed that area of your life. The next thing is self-esteem and really connecting to your own self-love, the way you care for yourself and your self-acceptance, really making sure that you know who you are and you learn to love that. And as we know, that's an everlasting process in itself. But once you become in a good place there, that's when you're reaching self-actualization, aka you're becoming your best self. All the things are working together. And you're in a really good place to grow and try new things. And as we've learned this year, JR, it is very hard to be in that self-actualization state for a minute even. I would ask you to say that again, but I think they heard all that. But yes, it is so hard. Yeah, it's a struggle. And I know throughout the season, we've talked about different elements of it and how financial stability is something that's so important to us. And that makes us do things that sometimes we stay at a job we don't necessarily like because we need to. And we are doing things out of the necessity of survival. And that's contributing to why we're not happy, to why things just really aren't working in the day-to-day for us. I know both of us have really gone through that career reflection, development, that change this year. I just want to hear your thoughts about that specific area first of the hierarchy. Yeah, this is something that I might have alluded to in a couple other episodes as we're leading up to this one. But I I think that you bring up a very good point, especially when it comes to a career change in these particular levels, that it might be good for me to bring it up here. Everybody knows that I deal with a gambling addiction and have been for a very long time. The unfortunate reality of it is, is that sometimes you end up relapsing those addictions. And I ended up having one of those at the end of last year. That it got to a point where I had to make that decision, that unfortunate decision of needing to go back to work because I didn't know how I was going to pay bills. I don't know if I would make rent the next month. It was really getting down to that point. Thankfully, it it didn't get that bad. I stopped myself enough to where there was still some time that I could allot myself to, to make those decisions. But when you're listing off the, the levels here, that first one, safety and survival, was the most important one to me. As the money started to go away, the more and more I started to think of where am I going to live and how am I going to eat? How am I going to pay bills mm-hmm. to be in the place I'm in right now? If I run out of money, what's going to happen to me, this place, where I'm going to eat, find food, whatever the case may be. And a little bit of that is, is dramatic, but at the same time, it's you're, I put myself in this situation that I did not want to be. And the stress of that environment that I put myself in of trying to figure out what my next move is consumed me. And I know I have mentioned about depression in a couple episodes ago, and that's where it stemmed from. So mm-hmm. all of these was really taking my mind and wanting to just focus on how am I going to pay for things? How am I going to be able to keep living is basically where it come down to that. I couldn't move on to the next levels, like the love and belonging level. I couldn't get to that next level because I couldn't put my mind in there. I had no capacity to think anything beyond. Can I go back to my old job? 
and it showed there are friends who had reached out that were asking if I was okay didn't really communicate very well didn't really want to talk about it because I felt embarrassed about the whole entire situation even you I told pretty late when everything started happening my mind was consumed with all these other things that I couldn't get to the love and belonging I couldn't get to the self-esteem and self-acceptance well that definitely was not even <laughs> on my radar either because I put myself in this situation I couldn't believe I did that I was upset with myself it's hard to try and move on from something like that. I can say now yeah. that it's getting better. I'm starting to be in that love and belonging stage. I'm starting to to love myself again. That it's getting to that point where becoming my best self is uh, more obtainable than it was maybe a month or two or three ago. So yeah, yeah as far as career-wise and, and how all that works with one another, it's so true. And it makes total sense now that you put this out here. Yeah, structuring in that way shows a lot. And especially if you're stuck in that first one, it's a lot harder to be in a position to do things out of your comfort zone. Like, for example, for you, I'm not sure if this is what it was like. So I'm really gambling here. Sure. Maybe well, wrong word. It's okay. <laughs> it's part um, of the theme. It's part of the theme. But the idea of, really being an entrepreneur or like owning your own business is a lot harder to do because there's so much risk factors there. There's so much like confidence and esteem you have to have in yourself and accepting all those factors. You have to have a support system. And so if you're in a place where you really need that money, where you really are in a survival state, it becomes that much harder to do those things. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that in my own personal life because I Obviously, I'm living on my own for the first time, not necessarily by choice, but because my mom decided to move. And because of that, like I wasn't able to focus on anything except for how am I going to have another job to make enough money for this? And I'm pretty good under pressure, but it definitely like for me, I neglected friendships. I couldn't focus on the hobbies and routines that I wanted to have. I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do anymore because my mind was so focused on that. And so mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to really take those extra steps when you're like, I can't even think about that right now. One thing at a time, honestly, it comes yeah. down to. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What was the turning point for you? Because you were transitioning into another job. There were some issues with that, trying to you know make ends meet, not know where the future is going to lie and and all that, what was the turning point for you to finally get to that point where it's, okay, now I can move on to the next level. Now I'm not so worried about the safety and survival part. I can move on from there. Yeah, I'm definitely someone that's very analytical. And so for me, even though I got another job, I was not in that comfort until I saw, until I was able to run how much I was making and if I would have that money and time for me moving into my apartment. And so for me, it, almost took until I had enough money saved for me to be like, wow, that's a relief. Like, I'm okay. I'll be right. okay. And then it came to that next stage of love and be a longing. And recently I've gone through a breakup. And for me, it's been really interesting because I feel like after I solved that financial stability problem, I thought I'd be like, I'm great. Self-actualized. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go. Like I'm love and belonging done. Self-esteem <laughs> done. Like I'm there. I'm ready to grow again. Right. And the thing is that when I did find the stability in a job, I didn't feel that way. And I couldn't identify necessarily why that was until 
obviously became single and realized Mm -hmm. like I wasn't experiencing that love and belonging. And I've been really neglecting friendships. And because of that, I haven't had a really solid support system, which should be more than one person. So like that has been super eye-opening to me because obviously the next level is, do you have that support system? Do you feel loved? Do you feel supported? Do you feel like you have people that are there for you? And it wasn't until I was really forced to take a look at that because I always was just like, yeah, like I'm in a relationship, obviously, like that's done that I really was able to see a clarity of that's what's been holding me back on top of the career wise. That's why I haven't felt motivated to do things. That's why it's been feeling a lot harder to start new hobbies or to go and try new things than it has in the past for me. So I think that my advice to anyone that maybe has that lack of clarity or maybe blindness in that area is to really reflect on do you have a really dimensional support system where it's more than one person it's different people you can talk to about different things that you know that they'll be there for you and that you actually hang out with people (laughs) (laughs) I struggle with that because I'm an introvert but I think that's just something that if you're stuck for some reason and feel like you should be able to move forward that's Mm -hmm. really a place that I think can be easily overlooked because it's automatic. Yeah, that seems like something I have. One, thank you for being open and expressing that. It's never easy to talk about uh, a relationship, especially one that you're coming out of. So thank you for that. And I'm happy that you learned from that situation. Uh, and obviously, I, I think a lot of people have gone through a breakup before, and we all know how tender of a situation that is. But being able to learn from that, I think, is pretty powerful, actually. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you've come out of it in a better light and have understood more about yourself definitely is absolutely amazing. Congratulations with that. I don't know if congratulations <laughs> is the right word to use that. No, congratulations is the right okay. word. I am moving through the hierarchy and I'm yes. happy. <laughs> yes. So I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm happy that you have gone through that and on the better side of things. Definitely. And especially for where you're at with your career also and learning from those steps as well, because you've been through a lot when it comes to your career and the many changes in, in, in your job. And still... I am literally Gen Z spokesperson yeah. for quitting jobs. <laughs> that, we'll say that for generational talk. Okay, <laughs> um, It's just been interesting to see your progression and your journey from those situations to where you are now. And um, always optimistic. Yeah, it shows me how much of a strong person you are a strong woman so it's nice to see a role model in that sense not only for me but i'm pretty sure a lot of people who are listening to so uh, i'm really proud of you thank you yeah i'm happy to hear that i think that for me i've really just internalized like it's not these episodes aren't just things that i'm talking about they are like internalized beliefs that i have and i feel like it's really easy for me to look ahead and understand that while things can suck sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of times yes that like for me I always am able to recognize that things can change and they can change for the better and I always have that optimism I don't like to stress until the outcome is that way and so I think that's really just been instrumental for me and it's been something that's really helped me, especially lately. I feel being able to 
be in a place where I feel happy after so long of not feeling like I'm able to get to that growth that I'm looking for. It's just something that I want other people to experience too. Yeah. It's nice to hear that because I think that is the epitome of the self-actualization, right? As you getting to that point of becoming your best self and those trials and tribulations that you've gone through to get you to this point only makes your story even grander, I guess you could say, is that, of course, we don't want people to have to suffer or have to go through these moments of dread or sorrow or sadness, but in a strange way that builds you into a better human being going forward, have having experienced that. Mm -hmm. So you becoming your best self is part of that journey. So uh -huh. it, it's really cool to see. Do you have any reflections on this higher, like this need and how it's changed for you over the past five months? I think that in just a general sense of the things that I have gone through in the past three, four, five, six months is just that idea of continuing to do what is best for you and understanding that even though the bad always creeps up in some way, some form, to not lose sight of what you're trying to accomplish. That even though you're going through these levels, right, of hierarchy and the hierarchy of needs, always understand that you need to have that vision within yourself of where you want to be. That is what's going to keep you going because when you lose that sight, you stay stuck. Mm -hmm. And I think that I experienced that pretty early on of just not having motivation, not having a desire, and not really seeing what is possible for me, that it was hard to move on to the next level, just because mm -hmm. I would just stay in that one state the whole entire time. That now, even though I've gone back to my old job, that I have to switch some things in my day to accommodate certain things the dream is not dead yeah that this is just a bump in the road and understanding that for a very long time i was starting to feel like a failure i put myself in this situation i have to go back i feel miserable i'm depressed i feel like a loser because i couldn't make this work but what i'm starting to understand now is give yourself a little more credit and I know you've talked to me about this Definitely. too when I brought it up is be happy that you gave it a chance. Not a lot of people can say that they've done what you've done. That and it's you, hard. Yeah, <laughs> what you're trying hard. to do is hard. Like, yeah. and I would know, I, I think every Gen Z's dream is to be like social media star, right? It's t It takes people years to get to a level where they're making like a good amount of money to be able to solely do that. And it takes like minimum two years of just nothing two years right. of less than 100 views a couple comments just it lots just... of work for minimal reward yeah. besides an interesting one and so i think that like society these days has made it easy because i relate to that in the sense of if something doesn't work out in the time period it, Honestly, like props to you for holding on as long as you did, because for me, after two months, I would be like, 
guess it's it. not for me. Like society has really made it that if you're not, like, it seems like it's an instant thing. Right. Like you do good content and all of a sudden you're making lots of money right. and you're like, wow, that sounds great. <laughs> but if it was easy, literally everyone would be doing it. 100%. And so I think that's just the biggest thing with the way you're feeling, because I'm speaking for everyone in the sense that it's not embarrassing at all because one, it's expected that you'll need to be making money on the side because it's not something that you make money in for a while. Mm -hmm. And two, because you have a lot more bravery than other people that just think about doing it and can't actually put themselves out there. So I just want to give props to you for that. I appreciate that. I really do. It, it, it humbles me a little bit, but it also builds me up to emotionally just because for a long time, I didn't think that way. I just thought that because that instant satisfaction of things really popping off didn't happen that, oh, I guess I failed on this one. But you're absolutely right. I've heard from other friends, too, who had started small businesses and had reminded me of, hey, I didn't make any money until two years after. It takes time to build it up. And I'm just, I'm happy that I took the time to do it. The pride of of trying to hold on as long as possible went away very quickly and, and just realizing, okay, we need to hit the reset button, which I think a lot of people who are listening to can resonate with. Sometimes in life, you just have to hit the reset button for a second. Back to means, the drawing board. Back yeah. to the drawing board. Let's start over, clean slate. If that means you going back to a certain thing, cool. If that means you getting out of a relationship and starting over again, awesome. Love the full circle. <laughs> Thank you. I try to. I always try to bring it back. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that it's okay. It's okay to restart and start from a fresh slate because now you're giving yourself a, a better opportunity to do better going forward with this new information that you have. And that is something that I am accepting more every single day. And I feel like now going back to the hierarchy of needs is now I'm starting to be able to shift into a, the next level where I wasn't able to do that before. So I appreciate you bringing yeah. this up because it, it makes sense why you can't shift into certain things because you got to, you know, you have to satisfy this one thing stuff. at a time. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I want to bring up with transitioning here and understanding how to get from level to level is that as we're talking, we're like, okay, that makes sense. But what does that look like actually? So when you're in each level, you need to understand how do I get to the next level? And that comes from one setting goals that are realistic, even if it's having to do 50 small goals, because that's what's realistic is setting the goals in that sort of timeline. You need to lay out what you need to do. So for me, for so long, I was like, well, I can wait a little longer because my mom hasn't moved out yet. It's a mm. later ALA problem, <laughs> but it, which wasn't necessarily a good mindset that to have. That real quick. Yeah. Sure. But for me, what came down to it is, okay, understanding the timeline here. We're stressed and we can't grow because we're stuck at that first level, for example. So it comes down to what do I need to do to ensure financial stability? Okay brainstorming. That's the center circle, right? Mm -hmm. Brainstorming all the things you need to do. One, maybe you need to read the book. Can you plug the book, the money book? What is it called? Oh, total money makeover. There you go. Total money makeover. Maybe it's read that book and make sure that one, you are not spending more than you are 
getting. Maybe that's the first step for you. I know it should be a first step for me. Living below your means is, is, a, is a smart thing to do. So maybe it's reading that book. Maybe it is finding a job that pays more or having two jobs. Okay. And off of that bubble would be what jobs can I apply for? Then the next thing would be applying for those jobs, setting a deadline. So as you can see, you're really working around this whole idea of financial stability and planning out, okay, I need to be eating each day, meal planning. What meals do you like? Okay. What does the grocery list look like for those meals? And really just outlaying it in a really simple steps, breaking things into individual steps as much as possible. And it makes it really tangible. It allows your brain to understand that you can do it because it's on paper. Obviously you thought of it. So now it's just doing the thing and checking it off one by one. And as you do that, things become easier and you start moving along the process. And suddenly you're in a place where you're like, wow, okay, I'm making money. Step one. Yep. <laughs> now I just have to make sure I'm prioritizing, putting that money in the places that it should be going and saving money and doing that. And once you have that settled, treat yourself because you've accomplished level one. And now Very you can move on by the way. Very important love and to do that. Yeah. Yes. That's why I said it. You got to treat yourself because it's not an easy task. Like I said, there could be 50 things in that list, but still things that you can do, which makes it realistic, makes it simple. And once you finish that, you can move on to love and belonging. And then you do the same thing over again. And, but this time, the center question is, do I feel loved and like I belong? And then you extend off of that. Who makes me feel that way? Who doesn't make me feel that way? Do I have enough people that make me feel that way? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? And you just keep going like that. What do I need to do to, get, to extend that? Do I need to go out with my friends more? Do I need to hang out with my coworkers when they ask me to? Do I need to ultimately leave my relationship it's a big one. It's a hard mm -hmm. one. Yeah. But laying out the steps that way. And so you're really breaking down each level into things that really are understandable. A lot of reflection, which is something we've talked about this entire season. And then you move on to self-esteem. And that's really, honestly, all of our episodes are self-esteem yeah, related. I mean, you could just go right back to our old episodes. And just, just pick say, an episode, good. whatever you want to work on. That's honestly, it. Check it off the list. <laughs> I would start with the self-worth episode. I yeah. think that's a great start. <laughs> but looking at how do I feel good about myself and what do I love about myself? I think that's always a nice place to start because there should always be one thing where you're like, I really like that I do that or I really like that I have that. Um, and working from there, what can you do? Can you buy new clothes? Can you change up your room? I know for me as a kid, obviously, like I didn't have a job when I was eight. But what I liked to do in order to feel good is I would change my room up probably. Oh, you once, used to do that too? Yeah. Once every two weeks, oh, man. new setting. We're changing it up around here. And that was really fulfilling to me. And that's something that I think that we laugh at and look back at. But it, <laughs> there was something to that. And I think that's really important in looking at like, how do I feel happy and good about the way I'm living? Yeah. I'm happy you brought that up because that brought me right back to when I was a kid and all those mm -hmm. memories of just always making your room feel new. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome. And yes, I think that setting these goals and, and sticking to those goals and, and making the list, uh, especially in those particular hierarchy of needs, are super important. And I will say that I have lacked that for quite some time. 
which is probably why there hasn't been that vision that was there for me. I was just making it up as the days go on that if I were to have set those goals ahead of time and really was sticking to them, I think I would be in a better spot right now. Obviously, hindsight's always... 2020. Thank you for finishing that because I didn't. Remember, <laughs> I don't remember what that saying was. But yeah, but I, I think that now, which it's funny that you brought that up because I actually have been going back into journaling. I've been talking about cool. the stuff that I've been going through and I've been putting down, I guess you'd call them affirmations of just nice. where I want to be. What is it that I want to do? What is it that I want to accomplish? And actually just writing it out, manifesting a little bit, telling the universe like, hey, this is what mm, I want right here. Yeah. In case there was any confusion. Yeah, because obviously I've been very confused. <laughs> and that's been really nice. And I think that adding into the goals too is going to help me progress even further of just knowing that, hey, I can always resort to something that I wrote back in the day of, all right, am I hitting these goals? Am I, am I hitting these marks that I want? And keeping yourself accountable of your self-love journey. And you can refer back to that at any point, the theme really being transitioning into new periods of your life. You're going to have a lot of them. And me being only 21, I'm like, wow, there's a lot more I got to go through. <laughs> you just get started. All right. But that's the good thing is at any point you feel that change happening, you can refer back to those goals and really start from the beginning. Okay. Am I in a good place here? I feel like that's not where the change is coming. Move to the next thing and really just helping honestly, like with a framework for yourself, I feel like that makes it so much easier to um, handle. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Because like you said, you, you put down the framework, you put down the roadmap of where you want to be and you actually can see it instead of putting it in your head and thinking that you can recall that later and, and realize a month down the road, you're like, what did I say back then? I don't remember. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyways. So, yeah, I think this is highly important. I would say also shout out to your poster board in case you need help trying to stay on task with certain things. Might want to put yourself a little Ayla poster board together, all right? Yes, as my gift for the end of this season, I will have a worksheet, more like a design guide on in our bio for you to be able to check out and recreate. It'll be on our Instagram at the LYA Foundation. Little plug there, but definitely check it out if this has been something that's interesting to you. Wow. What, it's been what, great. I mean, come on. Did I say that it was going to be a banger episode? I think it, I think you I did. was correct about that. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, the episode is not over yet. Not over because what's happening, JR? We got our quotes. We got our quotes. What's your quote? My quote for today, our last episode of the season, is love yourself first and everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world by Lucille Ball. Oh, mm -hmm. I like that. I like that too. I think it also just sums up today and what we've been talking about and a lot of the things that you need to do for yourself. When you do focus on yourself and you do the work that's necessary to love yourself, Things do fall in line. I will say in the very beginning when I had left my job, I was the happiest I've ever been. And I actually could say that I love every aspect of my life. And guess what? Things were falling in line. It was fun. I was having a great time. There are things that happen in your life that kind of take you a little detour, of course, that sometimes you can't really get anything done because you don't love yourself as much. So I'd like that this is a reminder of just love yourself first. You deserve it for you and everything else will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like my quote is definitely one I've said before. Oh, so maybe fact nah. check. <laughs> where where are our historians? I but need hey, to check. 
Yes, historians let us know. It's a good one, though. It's definitely a good, like, finale ender here. I felt like it most summed up this season. And so my quote is, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And that's the end of the episode. Thank you, everybody. For... <laughs> that was epic. I love that. It's really good, huh? I don't know if I have, but I definitely, this is something I've definitely heard before I've read mm-hmm. this quote. It, it means a lot to me. And this is what really has been instrumental for keeping me going and how much change I experience. I've honestly probably just convinced myself I like change because I go through it so much. <laughs> but it really comes down to what we're doing here is helping you, helping each other, helping ourselves understand that what lies within us is what matters most. And that's what helps us get through it. That's what helps us progress. That's what helps us grow in the end. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And what a way to end the episode. What a way to end the season. Ayla, thank you so much for this entire time we've been doing this show, especially this season. We've experienced quite a bit and everybody else who's listening has been a part of that journey as well. I always thank you. I love you. And I hope that for the both of us, the future is bright. I know it will be. And just for those of you listening, this is not the last episode ever. We'll, there will we'll be, be a season yeah. three. <laughs> we will be back and better than ever. Fingers crossed. But we will definitely... be better. We will be better. <laughs> Definitely stay up to date with us on Instagram at the LY Foundation for updates regarding when season three will be coming out. One second. One second. I'm going to cut you off real quick. Okay. There's one thing that I want to end this season with that I think is going to be pretty important for the both of us. What is it? And it might be something we continue to do at the very end of our seasons, but all I wanted to ask this whole entire season that we've done this show is one question, one question only, and something that we always ask our listeners, but I want to know it from you specifically. What is one thing that you love about yourself right now? The Monica question. I actually, my answer has changed, which is really cool. I think you'll also have to fact check that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to listen to my intern episode. There's no historians. Like it's... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what I love about myself and a good way to end the season, we definitely should keep that is my resilience. I think that honestly, that's like the pinnacle word for me to describe that when things get hard for me, I allow myself to be sad. I allow myself to feel the feelings, if you will, but I always am resilient in coming back and just being authentic to myself and really prioritizing that growth and being optimistic about the future, no matter what happens. I love that. That's absolutely amazing. And what's your answer, JR? What's one thing I love about myself after all of this craziness that has happened? The thing that I love about myself this season is that I was willing to give things a try. I was willing to do yeah. new things between starting my own business, being more involved with LIF and the new things that we've done since then, being a part of Random Golf Club and being co-ambassador for that, and everything else in between. Just having the courage and the confidence enough to say, yes, I want to try this, or yes, I can do this, or yes, I want to do this, has really shaped me as a person and gives me hope going forward that I can 
do whatever it is that I want to do for myself that makes me happy, that makes me feel loved, that I can do anything. Wow. Beautiful. Thanks. I'm happy to hear that. Tears so proud from of my you. eyes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what a great way to end the episode. Yeah. So happy to do that. Any final thoughts? Hey, check us out season three. Coming season soon. Season three. Um, Let us we, know what you want to see from us in season three, too. We'd love yeah, to hear from you. A little bit Make more me. engagement. I want to I want to hear everybody who's listening to this to these episodes, this show, because you guys really help us out. Everybody who, who listens, who has complimented us, the ones that have reached out, thank you for continuing to support us. Thank you for always listening every week or every other week or when the episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we, happens. Yeah, whatever happens. We appreciate you all. And with that, leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and this season as we love to hear from you. Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home. Bye.